0: Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. Join us as our host and fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden, discusses topics beneficial to businesses of all industries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I'm your host, Tim Hayden, uh, and I am excited today to have our uh, special guest, William Kinley. Uh, I recently met William at a, um, at a, at a prayer breakfast um that um uh his business sponsored and i was blessed i got to have a little a little small um discussion in it and uh one of my friends um for a good while has said um and this is a good question for our listeners that hey and and william i'll ask you this uh outside of here who do you know that I need to know, and a and, place, and a great and a great friend of mine said, "Hey Tim, you need to know William Kinley." So, um, hey, so um, hey, so hey, uh, so I'm honored to be here with you today. William, tell our uh, listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thanks, Tim. It's great to be with you today. I've admired uh, what you've done and are doing from afar, and yes, we do have a lot of mutual friends, so they they share, and it's one of the great blessings of living here in Anderson. That's right. It's a great blessing. Well, I'm the CEO at AnMed. Uh, we recently changed our name to just AnMed. Uh, we previously been called anmed health we chose to just shorten it to anmed because that's what everybody called us so we thought Hey, if people want to call us by our first name, we're good with that. So we're, ju- we're just, just AMED. Okay. But we're an integrated health system. Uh, we have five hospitals. Uh, we have about 4,000 employees mm. uh, over about 65 sites and growing uh, in Anderson, South Carolina and around the county up towards Greenville, over towards Clemson. And we have some activity and services in North Georgia as well.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. Well, hey, uh, I know that when you and I met – Um, you know getting into our topic uh, for today is that you mentioned some things about and and culture and I know that um, culture for lack of a better word you know that's the water upon what a business swims in. Yes. You know so and you talked about some of the highlights of your culture and I said man I think that would be a great topic for a podcast.
1: Well I'm a I'm very interested in the in the subject, as I know as I know you are right. I think it is the uh, it is the gas, it's the accelerator, it's the water. I tell folks that culture is it's how we roll. Mm. It's how we roll. It can help things be better. Uh, it can take things that are operationally going really well and drag them down mm-hmm. if it's not good. It's where leaders need need to work. I really believe. I came to ANmed three years ago. And Anmet has a long history. It's formed in in 1908, really formed on a on a purpose. The story goes that there was a young young lady uh, named Jenny Gilmer that was married. She grew up in Charleston and moved up here to and to the Upstate, and she was pregnant and she was having a difficult pregnancy. She made a promise to God that if God would help her get through this pregnancy and her child be healthy, that she would do everything in her power to build a hospital in, in Anderson. It's You kind of look at it today and there's hospitals and healthcare all around, but at that time there was only one hospital in the state of South Carolina mm. uh, down in Charleston. Uh, we ultimately were the second formed hospital in in the state of South Carolina. Formed upon her her vision, her promise, promise to God. Didn't happen immediately, took several years working with her friends and working through a lot of naysayers to get to that point but that's what we've built on and that's who we are are today uh, we've changed a lot over the years but really not varying from that connection to to purpose of what we're here for to to really help people that live in our area uh live better yeah live healthier and live better
0: yeah that's good hey so um so when you talk specifically about i call it maybe it's not a good word but i call it pillars you mentioned some pillars in regards to the culture at AnMed, yes. So, um, hey, so the first—I'll call it the first pillar—and if I'm using the wrong word, please no. Tell that's me. perfect. But that's I think, uh, hey, uh, better starts here. Unpack that for us. So, that is our our
1: brand promise. Uh, we have uh, when I came, uh, we knew we had a great history, a great connection to purpose, but we had gotten—we need to get more precise with our values. And, I, and, and connection to purpose that that's really where the power power comes from. so we've we've been undergoing a lot of work. We're about roughly 50% through that work mm-hmm. right now but defining what we're about and what we promise to the to the community to the people who put their faith and their trust in us and conversely then what are our teammates what are we living out for one another so what does better starts here mean? Better starts here for us is what it means is it is a promise for folks that, that turn to us for help. In healthcare. care uh, it's a better experience better clinical care for them they can put their faith and trust in us better for their family easier to access uh, some of it is aspirational I won't say we've we've achieved all that mm-hmm. all of this yet but then ultimately it better starts here means that we are committed to helping individuals families and our community get to a higher place higher quality of, of living a better quality of life in our community and it's what we we all want so it's kind of the uh, what we aspire to do for, for everyone, whether it's an interaction with a patient in the emergency department or a procedure or a surgery or an office visit or any of the other things that we do or, or the interaction we have in the community. And I, I know that, that you do a great deal as well. we bless blessed that we have our teammates involved with multiple different community organizations. Mm-hmm. We can't fulfill the vision of Better Starts here by ourselves. So it, it's more than just what happens in our walls. Uh, or in an interaction with a patient that's that's very important but it's also important that we work with habitat or we work with aim or, or i should, probably shouldn't mention any names there's yeah, yeah, many of them yeah. that we work with that together we can elevate that quality of life that's yeah. what it's about no,
0: that that's good that's good hey uh the next pillar um uh connecting to purpose you know it's that's been a, a real theme for me
1: in leadership over the last five years or so particularly, but it's, but it's not a new uh, phenomenon. But I think it's gotten more attention lately that people want uh, more than a trans- transactional relationship uh, with their employer. People bring, we, we are in a very technical industry. We hire a lot of folks with, with technical background. I know you, you do, do as well. And mm-hmm. I tell folks, we, we hire you. For what you have, kind of mandatory is what you have in your head and what you can do with your hands. But for us to ultimately be successful, we need to connect what you have in your heart mm. with our purpose. That's connecting to purpose. People, I believe in today's world are are starved for that. They want to be connected. We want to be connected with something that's bigger than we are individually, uh, spiritually and uh, philosophically and, and physically. We want to be. We want to be connected. Uh, selfishly, from a, a performance standpoint, uh, it's been studied, and I, I believe this that, uh, and there's been a lot lately about uh, a, a slow quitting uh, and people that that don't give their utmost at work, that just kind of get by. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a tremendous amount of ability, of energy, and potential that our team can provide to delivering on our purpose. If they're connected and on fire about it, mm. if it's just transactional, I am a, and one of the. You know, asked me this well, A word that I uh, I despise really is the word "just." I hate mm. when anyone says "just." I'm just this or just that. Mm. There are no there are no just this or that. Mm-hmm. We may hire you to uh, to be a dishwasher, but you're a caregiver. You're mm-hmm. a caregiver, and it's important for that person to be able to realize where they fit in that continuum of care. That's easier for sometimes for folks that actually lay hands and touch patients. It's harder for people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but they're equally important. We need to help them understand where they fit in. It's more inspiring to know how they uh, contribute. Uh, share a quick story, and you've probably heard this this story. Uh, um, Years and years ago, apparently, uh, President Kennedy was walking through the, the space the space center uh, with his entourage uh, during the space race and came upon a, a janitor that was in the hallway and was mopping the floor. And he stopped and he asked the, the fellow, what do you do here? And his answer was, I'm working to send a man to the moon. His answer wasn't, I mopped mm. the floors. Mm. That's connecting to purpose, and that's mm. what that's about.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, if I'm not going to pause, but I want to go just a little bit deeper. If our listeners are listening, say, "Hey, man, I think that's a great idea," and I know that you're on a, you know, you're, you, you've got about half your team with all the transformation. Maybe that's a good, is that a good yes. word? The transformation yes, that point. you are leading through with AmEd. So if you've got, if we've got business owners or business leaders that are out there that want to connect to purpose, but they haven't even started, hey, any. Any stories or comments you want to say about what you have done or what you observed? Maybe not here, but in your whole career.
1: Well, I would tell you that probably the biggest thing is it's got to be personal. Mm. And for some folks, that's a little scary. I need to know my people. Mm-hmm. Okay, my people need to know me. Mm-hmm. If they're not comfortable at knowing me, I'm going to have a hard time getting to know them and what mm-hmm. makes them tick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means you've got to be accessible, available, approachable, mm-hmm. uh, and people see that you genuinely care. That's a uh, that that's some work. Mm-hmm. That's some work to do that, uh, but the reward I think is just just tremendous. Uh, we're beginning to hear back stories. Uh, with our transformation, and I, I love that word of, of not just amazing things that people are doing in the in the work environment, but how this is affecting them personally—that they're they're feeling more fulfilled, mm. uh, their personal life, their family life is better. Uh, that's really awesome. Um, it's a great gift. It's a great gift, and it's another connection that can help all of us be tighter in delivering on what we're about and and really building a better community.
0: Yeah. Um, One of our past uh, uh, folks that we've interviewed on here is a guy named Shane Duffy, and Shane's a personal friend of mine. He's part of our church, and uh, one thing, he, he taught me an acronym that he actually, he used to be a State Farm Agent a long time ago, Okay, and that acronym is AVV, Available, Visible, and Valuable, and William, what I just heard you say when you're talking about purpose if you can and maybe that can be an acronym that listeners can remember yeah is that you know what if you want to go connect to purpose hey you know what go be avv say and, and you know what start today i love that you know
1: start today it's easy to do but you have to make a commitment to do it we all have a it's a working process for me personally all mm-hmm. the time we can spend i can spend every waking moment in front of the computer and answering emails and dealing with meetings and things like that and those things are important but really, it's more important to be out on the floor or the uh, the uh, the plant wherever mm-hmm. you may be, and seeing folks learning about them, showing them that they're important. Um, that's that overwhelms anything else I can do.
0: Yeah, it and, really does. And I say, from my perspective, I agree completely with you. So I, th- I think that's good. There's, I think there's some good takeaways for our listeners. If you want to go uh, connect to purpose, I think uh, I think we talked about a good acronym to do that. So, Absolutely, that's wonderful. Yep. Yeah. Hey, uh, the next pillar. Uh, exceptionalism. Yeah,
1: except we strive for exceptionalism, and I, have kind of put that in. For me, it's a, I look at it as a, as a, a a math formula, and how do you get to blank plus blank plus blank equals exceptionalism? And I think it's an exceptional plan. You have to have a plan that's targeted on your purpose. Um, you've you've done the work to understand where you're at in the market, uh, what's unique about your product or service. You've got a plan, your plan of attack. So that's one piece. You add on to that exceptional uh, operational performance, uh, accountability. Uh, you're hitting your you're hitting your benchmarks. You're doing the things that you should. But a great plan plus great. Uh, uh, action, great operations, is, it will only get you to being pretty good. I used to say my, my formula was plan plus action plus culture equals exceptionalism. I've changed that recently, and I really believe it is plan plus action, and then you bracket it. And culture is an accelerator or a detractor on the combination of those things. It's even bigger. So A plus B total times C, and C being culture. And, and I really believe if any of them are are most important, far and away it is it is culture. You can have a great plan and great execution and a lousy culture and you'll only do okay. Hmm. Conversely, you can have a pretty good plan, decent execution, and an exceptional culture where people have one another's backs. And I mean, we've all been there, been mm-hmm. on teams that are that way. And you can have an exceptional performance. You may not have the best playbook, uh, you may not have the best uh, operational model, but if if you've got a culture that is on fire to deliver and win, it'll lift all that up. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's the most important component of the three.
0: Yeah, uh, I really like that, and 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 I like the word. So one thing that um, uh, a little personal story here is that um, there's a lot of people's behaviors that they try to be perfect, right? Or you know, and and let me say that, and and the word I really like here. This is maybe unrelated, I hope it is, is that you know what, no one expects perfect, okay. but we expect excellence. Right. And let's be excellent. That's not perfection. There's a big difference in the two. I think if you don't really communicate that well as a leader, someone they, they could take something as being excellent or, you know, or exceptionalism, which to me is a very similar thing, in that no, we're not asking for perfection. And become paralyzed that I can't make a mistake. Agree. It's
1: okay to make a mistake, and I know you've had experiences, I, and we have these too, that are an exceptional experience. It wasn't perfect, but how sometimes people recover mm-hmm. uh, uh, a miss something that didn't go well is an opportunity to actually build a relationship.
0: Because ultimately, okay. it's about
1: the relationship.
0: Absolutely, I agree. And hey, uh, the uh, final uh, in this in, in this topic, the final pillar, the power of moments and opportunities.
1: Yeah, it's um. You know, we are we are wired as as, as people uh, to to remember our memories are our moments. Uh, what really sticks in our mind and what drives us to think of something that's really great it, it is it is moments. Sometimes you'll scratch your head. Uh, we're a very data driven organization, and I know you guys are mm-hmm. and, and others are. You'll look at your your statistics, and your statistic will be top decile. Well, that that's great, but then you get a a letter that. Well, it wasn't top decile for them. How how can how can this be? And it's you got to understand it. You're judged by by every every moment. Mm-hmm. Now, I really believe we're blessed in in healthcare that uh, we have people coming to us that they're hurt, they're scared, they're angry. They're they're not they're best. And I really believe that that God blesses us with uh, so many opportunities every day if we just have our eyes open, have our eyes up we have an opportunity to impact someone's life and just make it a little better and what i challenge our team for is search for those moments and just all of us four thousand people if we could just one one moment a day just one you just think of the compounding effect of that and how how amazing of an impact we can have Mm -hmm. that's the the power the power of moments
0: yeah um and again you know uh william i just finished with lunch and he talked about um, an email he sent in uh, December, and I, I thought it was great. And what I would challenge our listeners today is this: is that um, moments are important, and if we don't write them down, so maybe create a moment journal. Uh, right. I need to. I need to. I, and I am raising my hand. I need. I don't do this, but I think I need yeah. to do it. And that, you know what? When you have a moment that comes up today, or you know what? Hey, go write two or three sentences about it. If you don't write it down. Yeah. I'm going to probably forget it, and I'm going to move on. But man, have a moment journal to where you can go back and look at that. And I think that um, you, you know you That's guys are doing you guys. And well, thank you. I think I think it is. A, I think it is a good idea. So if our listeners want to do that, I think it'll be a good takeaway for the, as we start in a new year.
1: Well, and it leverages it 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 leverages that that opportunity if if you don't take you can get more out of it there's more juice in it than Mm -hmm. just the great thing that happened there by sharing it there's more by showing your gratitude there's there's more there's just constantly more you encourage more moments by celebrating and sharing that those moments happen and sometimes we don't do that as much as we should yeah
0: and 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 i'm raising my hand because i am a bias for action individual i mean let's get it moving what our team here in the last probably ten years has taught me is how to celebrate yep and uh, and I've been in a season right now where it's been it's been hard for me to celebrate but i'm I want to celebrate so that's a to do for me but you know what just make sure that as you're going through life hey you know what celebrate along the way celebrate the win if it's a small win celebrate you know because you know if you want to go somewhere fast um, if you want to go I think I may be saying this quote wrong if you want to go somewhere uh really fast go alone If you go somewhere, you go somewhere very far go with a team absolutely because the team can tell you you can't do anything by yourself but as a team well, make sure y'all go in the
1: same direction i agree celebrations are so important we start our all of our our meetings with uh ask for celebrations and personal as well as as professional and really it's for that that reason that you described but it, it allows us to uh sometimes in a way you're selfish if you're not sharing them because everybody across the organization doesn't know them, so we can all revel in them mm-hmm. uh, and pick one another up. It also allows us to build momentum uh, for those things that maybe we're not celebrating that day. Yeah. Uh, it gives us some momentum to get through them. Yeah. It's
0: important. Yeah, that's good. It's important. Yeah. And good. And it's, 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 to me, it's important to understand perception. We may not agree with that perception, but if that's the perception of something, how can I help – if that's not reality in your mind, but it is in somebody else's, how can you help change that perception? Absolutely, you know. Absolutely. Uh, one of our core values is. Uh, uh, I learned this a long time ago. I think from John Gordon wrote a book in 2012 called "The uh, Pasta Dog. and it was two dogs that were. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know if you ever read that book, but it's a super simple uh, yeah. read. Which which dog? Is, yeah, like which dog it. you want to be? And you know, attitudes are contagious. Um, positive and negative. One of our core values is positive attitudes are contagious. And, think, uh, and, and it's important probably. that we have positive attitudes. It's, it's great, I, I grew up in team sports
1: and baseball and coached baseball for years, and youth baseball and teenagers, and one of the things we always talk about, there's two things you can, tr- can control, attitude and effort, mm-hmm. attitude and effort. Yeah. Uh, and it's true in the business world as well.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, you, know, you were part of a team in baseball, whether you were coaching or playing, you know what, if you're in work, you're part of a team. It's where It's the same concept. Yeah, you know, and you know what, we're always striving to get better every day. Absolutely. And you know what, the hey, let's just get, let's move up into the right a little bit every day, whatever that looks like. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, William, man, I have enjoyed um, getting to know you better. And um, same here, thank you. And um, you know, hey, as we finish up our podcast, is there any last comments as we wrap it up? Any uh, thing or two that you want our listeners to remember as they are looking at, or talking about uh, culture? You know, it better starts here, and the other things we talked about.
1: Thanks, Tim. I appreciate being with you. Uh, It's it's a privilege. Been able to share a lot and discuss a lot. I guess the one thing I would leave them with is, as leaders, we we need to show how grateful we are. Mm. We cannot do it enough. I hear from teams. I hear from people. You cannot say thank you enough. Mm. But it has to be real. Mm -hmm. It has to be real, which gets back to that personal piece. You have to know your people because folks are smart. They get the generic thank you. It needs to be... I appreciate you because of this and how it relates to our values and what you do. There's great power in in being grateful.
0: Yep, that's awesome. Well, hey, again, thanks for being our guest today. I really appreciate that. Thank you. All right, and for our listeners, hey, everyone, uh, take care. Join us next month, and God bless. If you would like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We will be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that will get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.